Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday, July 20th. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us. And I hope that uh, we got some good information for you today as earnings season continues. Jobs comes out today. We'll have a few more economic numbers to talk about when uh, uh, when Dave joins us here in just a second or two. But uh, before we do that, let's not forget that uh, there's only so many things in this world that we can control. We can control your retirement portfolio by controlling the amount of risk you have in that portfolio. You need to know how much you have in order to control it. That's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Mario Speedway. Good morning, Dave here. It is 842 now. It's 18 before 9. We always check in on your money and see what's going on with your IRA and 401k at this juncture. Yesterday, not a half bad day. Let's see if we can keep it going for a... Uh, for today, I'm seeing the odds not necessarily being in our favor. Let's head down to uh, Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler's standing by on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today as we're, man, we're getting close to the end of this week. And you're right. Yesterday was a great day, um, surprisingly so, I think, based on, you know, not a whole lot in the economic news, but it's... Uh, it is what it is, and and we're heading we're heading for a good week right now. It sure does look like it. To summarize, yesterday, yeah, everything was up. The Dow was up by a third of a percent, up 109 points. Standard & Poor's up almost 11. NASDAQ up a little over 4. And even the Russell 2000 was the better part of a half a percent, up almost 9 yesterday, which means we're still holding under 14 on that volatility index. And I, I like those relatively flat positive days uh, that that's a gain that you can actually hang on to and expect to maybe keep over time until of course the federal government starts giving us data dumps that are good news bad news which is kind of what we got this morning on the unemployment claims right uh, yeah exactly so you know less people are filing for unemployment which is good news for the economy but Bad news for the Federal Reserve numbers. Yeah, they're trying real hard to slow down the employment front, and uh, they aren't succeeding so far on that front anyway. We were expecting an increase to 244,000 first-time jobless claims last week. It went down to a two-month low of 228,000. And uh, I think we peaked into that quarter million range, which is always the rule of thumb for what a normally functioning economy is. Uh, we, we may have done that twice over the past three months. I mean, we just can't seem to throw people out of work, which, like we say, is really good news for the economy. But when you got a Federal Reserve who's ready to kneecap us with another interest rate increase in a week or so, it's not exactly what you have in mind. No, it, it's not. And, it, and you're right. On the employment front, it's good news because... I mean, I'm sure there's people changing jobs, but they're not having to file unemployment because they got another job lined right up. So, um, uh, from an economic standpoint, that's that's good news for our economy. But like you said, the the Fed's not going to like that number. And you know, I, 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 we've been we've been yammering about this back and forth, just ruminating as we go. You know, they keep promising us a soft landing. 
Now, if they can do the right thing as far as interest rates, and you and I tend to agree that another month's pause wouldn't be a bad idea, the inflation numbers are trending downward. All of the macros that we're looking at are trending in the right direction anyway. As a matter of fact, the uh, uh, what was it, the core consumer, uh, consumer price index actually got down real close to that 2% number, one of our major inflation indicators. Maybe it was the PPI. But, I mean, we're getting close to where we want to be, and we're trending in the right direction, uh, and we're still holding up an, a, a downright hot uh, employment picture. I mean, that's really kind of a sweet spot. I would think that that would make the Fed happy, but uh, I'm not optimistic they're going to stay happy with that, are they? Uh, no, and we will definitely find out in about a week. <laughs> We'll find out probably the hard way, too. Uh, it is earnings season. Got a whole bunch of stuff going on, just tidbits coming off reports that we had earlier in the week. Uh, I love this quote. The CEO of Goldman Sachs, David Solomon, uh, told an interviewer yesterday that he feels, quote, very, very good about the firm's strategy shift. Uh, wait a minute. Their uh, profit was down 58%. That makes him feel good? I wonder what he was expecting, right? Exactly. So it's, uh, you know, you got to keep people on the edge of their seats. And uh, he's obviously wanting to keep his job for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds like, hey, I planned it that way. Never mind the fact that I'm bleeding. Uh, the other element that hits uh, Carvana, we've talked about them. They went through a really rough haul last year, uh, got caught up in a couple of regulatory disputes, one of them here in Florida, and they were really on the ropes for a while. Uh, they've recovered nicely, and I uh, was giggling about this before we went on the air. I just love justice. All of the uh, investors who decided to short-sell Carvana, it's now cost them $2 billion making up their short sales because Carvana's stock has recovered, and it's up 1,000% this year. I mean, I hate seeing people lose money, but I don't like short sellers just on general principles, so kind of enjoyed hearing that little bit of news. Yeah, Carvana, you know, they they made, uh, I think it was last week or so, they they were able to make some adjustments in their debt and come to some agreements with some of their debt holders. And uh, and that really kind of helped boost them up uh, this week. Yeah, they're still not exactly the world's most successful business, but they've recovered nicely, at least to gain regain viability. And yeah, it's rather like all of the Reddit guys that uh, went after those meme stocks last year we were having so much fun with, basically shafting over the guys that were short-selling something. This time the market did it to them, and they didn't even need help from the Reddit gang. It was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, it worked the way it was supposed to, right? <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I just love justice. Uh, let's see, we are in earnings season, and last night after the market closed, a couple of big names reported uh, Netflix is uh, one of my tidbits that I had on the showbiz dish earlier this uh, earlier this morning. Was that Netflix is now killing their 9.95 entry level commercial free tier because nobody's buying the El Cheapo version of Netflix that includes commercials. So they're just saying, well, if you want to cheap out, you got to watch the commercials. We're going to pull the 9.95 tier. Evidently, they didn't do as well as people expected them to with the report yesterday either, huh? Well, they, they didn't. They well, It was a mixed bag, really, Dave. They did beat on earnings for this past quarter significantly. I mean, they came in at $3.29. The expectation was $2.86. So, so they beat pretty well on earnings. However, they missed on revenue. Um, and that was, you know, pretty substantial miss there. And they... Um, 
So that was a big deal. And then, like you mentioned, the whole ad deal is uh, is going to catch up to them, too. But, um, they're trading down six and a half percent right now. Uh, yeah, down as much as seven earlier. Uh, geez, you talk about trading downward. I, when you told me what Tesla's report said, my first reaction is, boy, it's a tough room this year. You can beat on profit and beat on earnings per share, and they still don't like you, right? Well, uh, that's right. So Tesla is uh, reported their second quarter earnings, and they beat expectations on, on like you said, both the top and bottom lines. Uh, <clears throat> recorded uh, on, on the quarterly revenue, they're, however, they are trading down today. They've been down as much as 4%. They're, well, they're down 4% now. Um, and that's because, you know, we've talked earlier about in the quarter, they, they lowered their prices, which means mm-hmm. that they've, their operating margins have come down. And that's not helping them. You know, those recent price cuts are eaten into their uh, revenue and profits uh, down the road. So the margins are down and they don't like that. So they're trading down about 4% this morning. Yeah, like I said, that's a pretty tough room. I mean, it's basic economics. You're looking for a market clearing price. And if Tesla found out their cars were going for too big a price, you can sell them profitably at a lower price. That'll clear the market for you. Hey, that's all good news. I mean, if they're going to run a, you know, their operating margins are only 12% instead of 15%. If they're making the numbers, what the heck do they want? Yeah, exactly. So the other thing I want to mention about those two stocks in particular is they, because they're down, they are weighing heavily on the NASDAQ today. So that's uh-huh. got the NASDAQ squarely in the red this morning. Uh, that may ver- that may very well be reflected if we get to the futures. <laughs> How about some good news? I understand we're still flying like crazy, are we? We are. Both United Airlines and American both reported. Uh, both did well. I mean, um, uh, United uh, had record quarter earnings, um, and it expects a strong quarter uh, for this next quarter as well as demand surges. Kind of the same thing Delta said earlier um, this month. They're trading up two and a half percent. American also surpassed expectations for their second quarter, um, and they raised their uh, profit forecast uh, for th- this year. However, they're they're not quite on the same side of the coin as United for some reason. There must be something in the details we're not seeing yet. Uh, they're trading down one point one percent this morning. I wonder if it's because they duct taped another Karen to a seat somewhere or something. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to have a disproportionate share of the Karen fits on their airline. Other other indications this morning? Hey, we got some other ones, big names. IBM reported um, they did miss uh, on the second quarter uh, for uh, most of it's based on their infrastructure division. Um, Earnings top, revenue missed. They are trading uh, down about 1.4% this morning. Uh, Johnson & Johnson's uh, got a nice little bump. They beat on earnings, hiked their full-year guidance. Um, for them, they, they're getting a lot of uh, hype from their robotics division. Now, they were up earlier. Now, they're down about a tenth of a percent. You just never know. Um, we had um, – well, let's talk about this one. We talked about uh, housing and, and some of that this week. D.R. Horton. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, big one. Yep, they uh, they beat on expectations as well um, by over a dollar a share. They came in at three dollars and ninety cents versus two seventy nine expected, and uh, looks like revenue beat by 
1.4 million, 1.3 million, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, yeah, so they really had a good quarter. They're up 4.4% this morning. Kind of expect that. Got time for one more. Give me another household name. All right, so let's look at uh, Taiwan Semiconductor, Semi-Chip Maker. Um, the company posted their first profit drop in four years. Um, demand uh, for consumer electronics is slumping during this uh, high inflationary period of time. And so that's got, uh, that's got them trading down about a third of a percent right now. Jeez. That's a household name. <laughs> we'll take what we can get. Again, it was an update yesterday on Wall Street. Pretty healthy percentages. You kind of mentioned that uh, Netflix and uh, Tesla were kind of weighing the NASDAQ down. I'm looking at the futures and I'm seeing what you mean. What are we doing 45 minutes early? Hey, the only thing that's got a little bit of green to it is going to be the Dow 30 right now. And it, uh, like I said, it's a very little green. It's at $14. So, um, very, very minimal. S&P 500 is down a quarter of a point right now. The NASDAQ 100 is down three quarters of a percent. That's $117. Um, and, the, and the VIX is up just a little bit this morning. On the other side, we've got silver down about a quarter of a percent, but still over $25 an ounce. Gold is down two tenths as well. And then crude oil is heading up the wrong way, Dave, up four-tenths of a percent, $75.60 a barrel. I think it may be a pennies less than where it was yesterday, but still the wrong direction. Too much. Yeah, that's true. Asian rim markets had a little bit of a sell-off. The Japanese markets were down by like a percent and a quarter. Mainland Chinese markets down by almost a percent. Taiwan was the only outlier. It was up fractionally at the close this morning. Europe is fractionally up halfway through their trading day. Nothing exciting, but green ink at the very least, 45 minutes before we start throwing money around over here. Somebody needs to find out how to make a retirement happen. If you were betting on Netflix, well... Maybe you got too much risk in your portfolio. How do I find you to get the risk out? You know, risk is important that people really understand that risk the closer you get to retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design to help people isolate the risk and make sure it matches up with where it should be, where they are in their work life. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow about the same time on Light FM. Thank you so much, and you have a good day, Philip. All right, you too. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great one.